0: Everyone, I'm Shelby. And I'm Erica. And welcome to the, the All Things, things Melanin podcast, podcast,
1: where you're served by high women are getting you through the week. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an update. So, Erica. What are you gonna ask, Shelby? What's popping? What's <laughs> new?
0: What's happening? How you feeling?
1: Um, you know what?
0: I'm concerned.
1: What are you concerned <laughs> about? Because so, uh, I really feel like this
0: has never happened to me before. I'm A not white scared. boy what? shot his shot at me. Was he fine though? Yes. Was he like Channing Tatum fine? Like-
1: yes. Ooh. Like that kind of like you got some soul. Like you know like yes. Yeah, like you could be invited to the cookout.
0: Oh he was fine fine.
1: Um but I had to deny him. Okay. Because it was just awkward because it was somebody that I um met at the car dealership. And so he was working there and I ended up getting a car from another dealership. But weirdly enough, when I was working with him, we just communicated through email. Right. And Mm. of course he had my number, he had Mm. all my information. So then all of a sudden I get a phone call from him. His personal number, and he leaves me a voicemail because I don't answer numbers I don't know. Oh, okay, me I'm like, if you leave a voicemail, then maybe I'll call you back. But in this instance, I did not. But he calls me, knowing that I had already made my purchase somewhere else, and says, "Hi, Erica. This is well. I'm just say Joe. I'm not gonna put that baby out there like <laughs> that. This is Joe, and um, I'm. I hope you're really happy with your purchase. But I just want you to know that if there's anything that you need, anything." <laughs> if there's anything that you need, you can always give me a call. This is my personal number. Okay, Joe. Um I mean, I What kinda business are you trying to I run? mean, I can't be mad at <laughs> you for shooting his shot. <laughs> he was cute, but I'm just like, No. No. At least that baby shot his shot and he, he was, was scared. He, he was a baby too, so
0: <laughs> baby, trying to talk to you. <laughs> oh no! So, Eric, would you date? Okay, so would you date anybody like younger than you? And if you would, like just like one year, two years? Yeah, like one or two, but not like five or six. So, like twenty nine, twenty eight, it may be okay.
1: Yeah, that may be okay. So we ain't gonna call him a baby. Well, he wasn't twenty nine, twenty eight. So how old was he? I assumed that. He was probably 25, 26.
0: You know, looks can be deceiving because people have told me your girl looks 18. So Yeah, I don't look my age either. So I'm 26.
1: That's probably why babies try to come at me because they think that I'm probably their age. You missing out on your blessings. I keep, <laughs> well, your, I keep seeing your fake man all over. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just shocked because the white boy never like, I just feel like that you was low-key. You must low have been looking spicy that day. Oh, no.
0: First off, I was not. I just want to relate that so why when I look raggedy, I see every fine person. Yes. But when I step out, fine as fuck, ain't nobody around.
1: Nobody. You got to wear that outfit again so somebody Well, can I always
0: see it. put it on the gram because I'm like, you know what? Somebody finna see me at least on the gram. I'm out here with the thigh highs, you got a little leg out, y'all got a little shoulder out. <laughs> somebody gonna see me. But nobody usually sees me when I try to fuck it up. Why is that? I don't know. We need to talk to the universe. <laughs> okay, so you would date two years younger than you, and then how much older would you date? I would do like five or six
1: older. Okay, so 35, 30, Oh, he would be real mature. He better be because I don't have time, <laughs> to, have time be to be babysitting
0: him? these babies. No. Why you gotta babysit? <laughs> <laughs> That's a random thing to say. I guess I'll be based in no dude. I don't. I no, that. okay,
1: let me explain. Because some guys, I'm not saying that age guarantees maturity. Oh, I would definitely know at all. that. It doesn't Because I all. know some that. But is. men generally are a little less mature than women, anyways. Girl. So I just feel like it would have to be a rare, 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 rare situation if he is five or six years younger than me and like on my or above mature maturity level. You know what I'm saying cuz a lot of the times that age they don't really know what they so you don't want think man ain't it? Huh? Yeah. No. Mm-mm. I tried to you out, brother. No. Sorry. It's not. I'm not settling for that. <laughs> I just can't. But anyways, let's get into dating and
0: relationships. What you got, Shelby? Okay, y'all. I got a story for you today. Okay, so you know, okay, so you know like when your friend go like on a date or something or she meet up with somebody, you you know she either A the dude either A, ends up in girl chat, yes. or B, you just tell a friend. So, one of my friends went on this date, and I call it the date from hell. <laughs> because, oh gosh, it couldn't have been me. So, I'm going to paraphrase a lot of what she said. So, she went on the first date, and she said it was more of like a just, she had met him previously, um, or knew of him previously from PV, And they were just really cool or whatever. But she, I guess she had ran into him, and he wanted to catch up, hang out. Take her on a date, right? And my friend, I want to preface this by saying my friend, she's a very independent type of person. Like she gonna do what she wanna do. She is who she is, and she don't really care what you think. So I just kind of want to paint that picture. But she's a great person, loving person, do anything for you. One of my or eyes. So she said the first date was okay, but she's in the process of trying to move. So, she said it was really him trying to convince her not to move, which was really awkward for her because she was like, I'm moving. Like, you can't tell me not to move. So, she was already on the fence about it. So, she told me about it and I he asked her out again. I was like, you know, like, if the spirit hits you and you feel like it, I was like, what would a second date hurt? I'm sorry that I suggested that because it was the date for me. Oh, gosh. And so, she went on the second date. For purposes about saying, I don't know how she made it through the whole date. So, okay. So, she says she went on the date. And she said, at first, the conversation was just like real general questions. You know, just, hey, how you doing? What's going on? Different things like that. Then she said, I guess it started to shift because he was like, hey, you know, I just kind of want to get your thoughts on, you know, something. So, they started to have a different type of conversation. Keep in mind, this is date number two. This is too much already. (laughs) (laughs) So, she's like, on the date, before they got into the deep conversation, he apologized for being pushy and how the first date went. But he was really, you know, looking forward to this date. So, she said, so she said, before they started out the deep questions and stuff, he asked her about her job. Did she like it? What she did? And different things like that. Then, he eased into talking about how he didn't think, or he didn't want his woman and his wife to work. And went on a whole rampage about why women shouldn't work and why his woman wasn't going to work. And so my friend was like, she asked him counterpoint. I was like, okay, so what if I got dead? Are you going to take on all my debt? And he was like, yeah, because I just feel like a guy should be able to provide and different things like that. And so I'll preface this by saying, like, I feel like it's perfectly fine, like, if you and your man decide that you ain't going to work and it's a mutual decision. But I don't feel like you should push that on somebody. So she said she was kind of uncomfortable because he was just pushing his belief of how a woman shouldn't work and how he should provide and how a woman needed to stay at home and do all the cooking and take care of the house. And he didn't want her to work at all, no part-time job, no working from home, nothing. That was strike number one. Then, see this is where I would have been out. So then he also went on to talk about. His views on women, about how he felt that. So, um, I guess on the date her hair was natural, and so he was like, you know, I like natural women. You know, women that don't wear a lot of makeup, women don't that don't wear weave. Oh Erica, why you roll your eyes? Because
1: <laughs> women walked that, out at
0: this point. Women that you know don't wear a lot of makeup or weave or extensions, you know, um, and different things like that. Then he commences to tell her a story. About his ex-girlfriend. Basically, what he said was that he didn't get this. Yeah, I'm fan, was telling me this. He told her that he didn't allow his ex-girlfriend to wear protective styles or a lot of makeup. Apparently, they went on a trip or something and she wanted to get a protective style. And he was like, well, if you do, I'm going to cancel the whole trip. whole trip would have been canceled because your girl would have came back with some braids. But I'm still going with my braids. Okay? <laughs> you see <stand> her? <laughs> okay. So, she was just, he was just... Saying all that stuff and just how he just didn't allow her to do certain things and different things like that. Then he went on to talk about how black women should not be in a racial relationship. Didn't care about black men dating out of their race. Of course not. But felt like black women should only date black men because we have to repopulate. Who is this person? Like... And then the topping on the cake was my friend was like, you know what, I was just ready to get out there, get out of there. She was like, I was just trying to get the ticket, um, and all that stuff. And she was like, she was just gonna go Dutch because the ticket was. She's like, the date was horrible. I was just gonna, you know, go Dutch. Block his number when I got to the car. He went on a whole rampage when she pulled out her wallet and was like, see, that's why. I want my I want to be the provider and I want to be able to take care of my women. You can't. That's what's wrong with black women. You can't even oh. let me pay for the check and da, da 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 and all this different stuff. Oh my gosh. And she said she let him pay, so he would stop running. And she got to her car and she blocked him. So Erica, my question—that's just paraphrased, you guys. So my question to you:
1: What would you have done? And what are your thoughts? I would have left. Like, while in the middle of his sentence, like, I would have just got up and left or maybe, like, even say, you know what, I gotta go to the bathroom and never come back. Like, seriously. Since he want to pay for everything, you can pay for the bill while I'm gone. Like, <laughs> like, like that just really irritated me so bad because I know the friend you're talking about, and I just, I'm so happy that she wasn't taking that. For First of all, answer. she's not even the type of person. I'm exactly.
0: Even, she so, doesn't even fit in that mold.
1: So I feel like. For him, first of all, that's a whole bunch of red flags and it's just controlling. And it was date number two. And when a man is controlling, I feel like you're super insecure about something. You're super, super insecure because I don't understand why he's pushing all his beliefs. First of all, on the second date, actually thank you, idiot, for putting all that out on the second date because a lot of men will hide all of that. Until yeah. so you all in love and you done got some and then you oh. addicted to everything. Oh, he didn't put it on you at this point. And then he like, yeah, I don't want you to work. You can't wear them braids. Like, so <laughs> I'm glad you know the idiot put it out yeah. on the table. But I just feel like men that think like that is so chauvinistic. Yeah, times have changed. This is yeah. not the 40s where we can't even wear pants. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. get with the times. And there, and what's sad is yeah. he's gonna find a woman who is unlike your friend, who is going to have so low self-esteem. Yeah. Because those are the only type of women that would put up with that.
0: You're right. Because
1: ain't no way I'm going to sit there and be like, yeah, okay, that's great. You know, Mm-mm. in the middle of your conversation, I'm up walking. Where are you going? <laughs> to pee. <laughs> <laughs> and never we come back.
0: how <laughs> uh, yes. you belonging?
1: Yes. And my kid just carry out the parking lot. <laughs> like, no. Like, I would have left you there looking dumb by
0: yourself. Because you're dumb.
1: <laughs> so that just really irritated my soul. Like, mm I can't do it. I'm like, Lord, please don't send me nobody like that unless you want to see him <laughs> soon <laughs> that night. Because <laughs> I can't. I mean that's a bunch of red flags. And ladies, we have to be aware of the red flags. Yes. We can't it would just be red flag at the red flag and we still trucking we'll the line. Oh, that's the green flag. <laughs> no. God didn't mean that as a red flag. No. Like, God give me a sign, sign. i give me a one. sign sign. <laughs>
0: Not that sign. <laughs> Not that sign. I need some more crystal clear.
1: I just think that guy is an idiot and I feel like he is controlling. Okay and I just can't be with nobody that's controlling and I mean you don't want me to work, but fool, what kind of job do you have that you think you're going to take on all of this and all the... To me, those kind of guys, as soon as you... But if, here's
0: the thing. Her job is better than his job. But I'm so saying... She was even she making if, more
1: money. That's what I'm saying. Even if he... Even if somebody gets with him that he does all that, he is the type of person that will put that in your face oh, and yeah. be like, well, I own this house. Or I own your car or, you about or whatever. You're
0: you about to own your grave in the graveyard. <laughs> <your> fucking <laughs> with me is what you're <laughs>
1: I don't play them right now. You will be sick the I, I, I could not like the second day, that is insane. Like, like first off, <laughs> no. Like I just can see myself. Yeah, if it it's really
0: mad. I wish y'all could like, see I could I her right now. I
1: literally cannot Deal with stupidity, especially when you think that you're gonna control me or I don't have an opinion about something. Yeah, because if I have an opinion about something, I don't mind saying it. Yeah, like, I'm not gonna be like, Oh, I don't want him to think I'm you know an angry black woman. No, first off, you're gonna get these <laughs> words. Get th- for every black woman that's ever had <laughs> a problem. Say, I'm gonna take one for the team and go off on him. Like <laughs> I'm not. Y'all, I'm crying. I can just lifting her whole fist in the air. How my beautiful black women lift your fist right now. Cause I'm like, this- <laughs> I'm, I'm so I could just first of all, what he look like. <laughs> she didn't
0: send me a picture because she dang I- it. We know everything but what he looked like. I'm about to text after this and ask her. But she probably blocked him, so we don't to know what he looked
1: like. And then the whole thing about you can date. Uh, you need to only date black men, but we can date whoever we want to date? First off. You sound dumb. <laughs> I, okay? I feel like, I'm not going to say this because some children might be listening, but when guys do that, they overcompensate for other things, okay? One plus one is two, you know what I'm <laughs> trying to say? He must have been, you know. Anyway. <laughs> I can't, can't listen, Erica, but let's, anyway. Let's move on. I feel real uncomfortable.
0: First of all, you didn't even let me say what I wanted to say. He rambled on for 20 minutes and then told me I couldn't talk. You acted like him now. <laughs> I'm crying for real, y'all. <gasps> anyway, I have to breathe. Let me I'll just... make this quick since Erica don't want you to go to talk. Let
1: me go outside so and get some air.
0: It's not funny. I'm just laughing at Erica because she's really upset. <laughs> she's real life me. Ooh, I need you his name. like two weeks ago. I need his name. Erica's like red, right out. Like she is ready, ready. <laughs> I don't play that. Um. So when she's telling the story, like the first red flag for me was when she said, um, he said that he didn't want her to work. I feel like if y'all decide that y'all don't want to work in a mutually beneficial relationship, and you mutually decide that, I think that's fine. But to me, I saw that as a controlling mechanism. Mecan- controlling mechanism for you for him to control whoever he's with by being the breadwinner and for them to have to ask him but- to do stuff <laughs> I'm gonna have money under that pillow
1: <laughs> like I don't have time I can't stand I'm have all kind of will I'm gonna get 32 inch <laughs> and then her just
0: lay <laughs> I can't stand you just do the podcast <sighs> by yourself sorry
1: sorry, so you was really, you were really talking so intelligent with really- your mechanisms
0: everything <laughs> really piped up <laughs> right now She's- She's real life mad Do I not
1: have my fight clothes on
0: right she now? She does, she got her bonnet on, she got her sweats My sweats Like she look like
1: she about to ride out Like right now she, We literally need to film our podcast like, She's like the type to be like where Like standing both Like like what we do. I'm that friend y'all like Cause especially I know her friend that she's talking about And I'm like no First of all who you think you are First of all you can get cussed out by all the angry black women tonight <laughs> me, first, me first, me first, me first I got back though <laughs> I'm Joe. Okay, okay, I'll be quiet. No, you're not. <laughs> okay, why are you real. lying? Hey, just hit me up when we. i on to the next. Anyway, I'm done talking. No, you not. Anyway, I
0: don't know why Erica's lying. You guys, because <laughs> interrupted him. your idea. I feel
1: like he was really gonna say something and now to I don't encourage know. everybody. And, you, and now
0: I don't know what I was gonna say because you know I'm forgetful. <sighs> Y'all, Erica, anyway, she better be looking we going out tonight because I forgot my name. now episode. I'm looking at
1: every man that look like he might be that person.
0: We don't know. I don't know what he look like.
1: Hey, <laughs> We got some investigating to do. Anyway, I will find you.
0: Erica probably will. <laughs> but anyway, long story short, I just felt like I was more happy. So I was really disappointed in the day because I was just really, like, shocked that a man specifically, because I love black men. Yeah, I feel like this world don't like him sometimes. But I love me, but I love black men. I'm gonna marry me a fine ass black man. Yes, Jesus in Jesus' name. Black man. <laughs> but it just really upset me when she. First of all, I was pissed because hey, you're not gonna play my friend like that. Second of all, she's not like that. Third of all, you can get all these words in these hands because <laughs> we're not playing those reindeer games. I'm ready. Like, let's go. Like the car's ready. <laughs> like, what we do? Hey, I've not finished the podcast. <laughs> but then also to sit there and think that a man would fix his mouth to say things like that to in my words belittle like and this is just my thing I felt like he sat there and pushed his chauvinistic views on her and tried to belittle the the power and what a woman is yeah like I feel like it's perfectly fine for you to have a preference of whatever you want you know what I mean Mm -hmm. but you first of all you're not gonna tell me I'm not gonna work because I'm always gonna have my own money. What you not finna to do ever <laughs> in your life is tell me I can't wear weave I get my nails down. <laughs> like, you gonna have to square up. My daddy tried, my daddy used to try to like play me and be like, because my dad likes me to wear my natural. today. Hey, you can talk about me, you can cuss me out, you can do whatever you want, but I'm getting these 20 inches in my head. <laughs> so, I, so he left me alone. Like, you're not, I feel like whatever woman, I've said this before, I'm gonna say it again, whatever, I feel like whatever woman, <laughs> wants to do to enhance herself. Yeah. She should. And Why if does that matter? And if you don't like it, you ain't gotta date me. Like, if you don't like my extensions, if you don't like my weave, if you don't like my clothes, leave me alone. Like, don't try to get with me or don't try to date me and push your show next views on me. Yeah. You need to go get with somebody that's gonna accept that. First of all, what you're not gonna do is you ain't gonna do it with me. You're not gonna do it with my family because you can get it. You can get it from all ways. Because when I tell you my village is strong, we, we'll ride out like on everything. I just like his level of ignorance
1: doesn't even deserve a discussion. You know what I mean? Like, that level of ir- ignorance comes rooted. Like, he didn't just wake up one day and say, hey, yeah, I believe this. No, that is rooted, and I feel like you would never be able to change his views in that one conversation. But when he said
0: he day. didn't allow... see, that's First the of guy all, me. allow. Allow. He said like allow. Like a computer. Allow a block. Allow yeah, your location. Yeah, didn't allow. First no. of all, I would've went on the whole vacation without him and been just
1: drinking margaritas. I'm like, one well, lucky don't stop my show. Like, you're not about to... Sit up here and tell me what I can't do. Especially when I've been doing stuff myself for so long. Like, I'm not going to let one person... That's why, ladies, it's so important to have self-esteem and know what you have to offer. And know what you like. Don't change yourself for a man. A lot of women do that. A lot of women... Will say, you know, if he loves me to wear weave, I'ma wear weave. But if he loves, if he loves me without it, I'm never gonna. First wear of all, weave. you gonna get
0: whatever's on this bonnet.
1: If you, <laughs> if you've been wearing weaves, wigs, braids, whatever, keep doing that. Keep being yourself. Don't change for every single man yeah. you with. That means you don't know who you are. And I feel like
0: who if the man's <gasps> for you, or that just, a, or just a real <laughs> man, in, or just a real man in general, like he's not gonna pressure you to not work, he's no. not gonna pressure you to like not wear weave and extensions, like. A lot of guys like bottom sim, like it you'll be surprised at what guys pay attention to. Like your hair, your boots, your nails, your toes, like all those different things. Hands so, and feet, y'all. Hands and feet. Yes, hands get and it feet together. Yes. It's the winner, so I learned that too. <laughs> like randomly I learned that. Yeah. But anyway, um I'm like, not gonna ask. Um continue. So <laughs> oh yeah. Erica <laughs> trying to sit up here and play like I'm keeping secrets I anyway. Your business. I can't stand Eric. It's really not that. It's not even as deep as Erica's making. <laughs> I don't
1: know. She's has too much wine. my business. I'm
0: telling you. 2019. nineteen of I'm all, this story that got her riled up, she didn't have about three glasses of wine. Like, I'm really upset about that. Just I just don't like that. You know, I thought that was, but I, in wrapping up, I will say, like, I was really shocked that he brought out all these colors on a date number two, but I'm so glad he did. Yes. Like, I don't feel like that was date etiquette at all. No. But if you think about it, like, there's really not an appropriate time for everything he said no
1: like at all but thank you for showing your ass on number two because i just i just i hated that like like i said a lot of men they will hide that until you get too deep into it and then it's like whoa i don't even know who this person is no you know who he really is yeah so let's just be thankful that she found out his
0: true colors on date number two more num- of the story ladies Beware of the red flag, and if you get a red flag, take it as a red flag. Yeah, don't think it's blue, green, purple, or yellow. No, it was kind of pink. No, it's oh, a red he didn't flag. mean that. He was drinking. He didn't know what he was saying. He knew exactly what he was saying. Yeah, and men, there's some crazy women out there, y'all. Men, watch the red flag. Yeah. Don't let her voodoo you with whatever she got. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord,
1: that was okay, just I'm deep. Done. I'm done. I'm I can done. just go home right now. Okay, so. Let's move on to the journey. So, where do we see our journey of all things melanin going and what's our vision? Um,
0: this is what I think. Sorry, I'm still riled up from question number one. Um, I'm sorry. um <clears throat> I see it's really my goal and our goal has always been, and I've told Erica this and I've shared with us my goal is really to establish a community for women of color and entrepreneurs to and just anybody else really in general that needs it to be encouraged, inspired and motivated. Yes. And I really want to create that environment where people can start to submit their stories, whether that's blogging or podcast or does, and to begin to connect those, whether that's through blogging, blogging or our interview series, I really just want to create a hub and kind of like an online destination um for that. Um I think that it's gonna happen. I think it's in the process of happening since we've rebranded. We did get a new website, so definitely check that out. Yay. Um, and different things like that. Um, I think we are on the way. Um I think and correct me if I'm wrong, our vision is really what it's always been from day one, um September fifteenth, twenty seventeen. Or twenty sixteen. Seventeen. Seventeen. <laughs> I got my ears messed up, sorry. <laughs> but it's really just to encourage and support and Encourage, inspire, and motivate um, people to live their best life, whatever that looks like. And I think so many times we, a lot of people try to fit into a mode, and I never want us to fit into a mode. Um, one of the reasons that we started is we just felt like there's so much negativity in the world. And if you turn on the news now or you go on social media there is so much negativity and things that just drain your spirit and drain your soul. Like today I was talking to my mom and I was going off because I was just so frustrated with the government. I was so frustrated with how people are getting treated. I'm just so frustrated with the way of the world and how people are being done. You know what I mean? Like it's just so frustrating. And I was just like, you know what? I just want, I don't care if it's one minute, two minutes, 30 seconds. Like if you come across anything that we do, whether it's an interview, whether it's a blog post, whether it's a video or a quote, even if just for a moment in time, I want you to feel better, lighter, inspired, encouraged, and motivated. Like, I just want you to see, like, a glimmer of hope. And if the world is not going to, like, pour into you, like, I really, my vision is really for our brand to do that for you. You know what I mean? And that's really how i see our journey going i think that's gonna change continuously i think that's gonna evolve continuously but i think the vision and where we want to go is gonna stay the same i think the way to get there may evolve
1: yeah i totally agree of course
0: (laughs) but also um
1: from a different perspective we first of all we started um to where everyone just kind of just kind of introduced who we are. Mm-hmm. And so now our vision is kind of progressing to where not only do people are people starting to mm-hmm. recognize what the blog is. And what it is that we do. Because honestly, everything that we film, everything that we record, everything we write, everything we post is from the heart. And hoping to inspire at least one person. Yeah. So that is genuinely what the baseline of everything that we do is in our vision. But also now, the vision is to be able to progress into this platform, like Shelby was saying, to where we can open up opportunities for other peop- other girls that look like us. Yep. To that have the talent. Those are that those are those people that are creatives, that are go getters. Yeah. They're able to share their stories. Yeah. Because we're not just building this platform for Shelby and Erica. We're building it for every person that looks like us, that's doing things like us, that's young like us, that's a woman like us. Yeah. Like we're doing it for other for, for the audience of who um can receive our blog. So it's yeah. like We're just creating that platform so that we we initially saw a need, you know, because not everybody, like, we always say that me and Shelby started because MTV ain't calling us, ain't calling me to produce none of their stuff. They're not calling Shelby to announce none of their TV shows. Like, (laughs) they're not doing it, so why not make a lane for yourself? And so that's exactly what we're doing and building that. And I just see this going so far and eventually being something national. So
0: yeah, I
1: just... It's really exciting, but also overwhelming. Yeah. (laughs) So I just really want, I really hope everybody loves the new website because honestly, you can see a little bit more of who we are and what it is that we offer. Because if you are a great writer and you want to submit some of your stuff, we can collab with you. Yeah. You know, or whatever creative creativity you have to offer.
0: Yeah. And I would like to add, just piggybacking off what you're saying. So we definitely started this platform for women of color specifically and just women in general, just because. Um, one of the things that Eric and I talked about is I just feel like women are so bomb and they're amazing and they do such a great things. but I feel like sometimes what women can do and what women offer is downplayed because um, and like I said I, I don't think there's anything wrong with this but I feel like a lot of times like there's still the stereotype or the thinking that like you know we're supposed to just get married, birth, babies and have a white YP event. and I think if that's what you want to do I think that's perfectly fine but I think there are other ways to live your life and for your life to be produced you know what I mean yeah so we definitely wanted to do that um the second thing that I will say is that even though we originally started this platform for women of color and women in general like men specifically like I'll say men men people that we know some people that we kind of knew have been like so supportive so encouraging like um, connecting us with people, asking can we help, how can they help, just encouraging us in different things like that. So even though we cater to a number color, it's allowing us to branch out and to meet you know, other people that may not be in the niche that we're catering to. Yes. Like and just, you know, talking to people in different things like that. So I, like I said, I think our vision and our goal is always going to be the same, but I think It's going to continue like it is now. Expand to fit other things and people into that. Yes. Because we have worked with some guys and some men. And they've been dope. And they've been amazing. And they've really, really put us on game on a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. And always been really helpful. And asked what they can do to help in different things like that. So for me, I always feel good when women come to us and they say, I needed that. That was amazing. Yeah. But it's something about... When a guy says it, too, sometimes. Because I feel like if a guy recognizes it sometimes, it's like, wow. Like, he thinks that dope. Like, this isn't even targeted to him. But exactly. But he appreciates it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he gets it. Mm-hmm. Like, I had someone tell me. Uh, I was talking to someone at work. Cool dude. And we got into meeting us blogging and stuff. And he was like, he checked it out. And he was like, this is really dope. Like, this is really cool. Like, wow. Like, I didn't know. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: So to anybody that is working on something and you have a dream for it, stick to your vision for it. Don't yeah. be intimidated by, like I just said, like we have so many visions and things that we see that we want to do. But just take it one day at a time and really just stick to your vision no matter how. I mean, because honestly, if you continue with your dream, you're going to learn some things and it's going to cause you to maybe change some ideas and make something work. Don't be afraid of the change and stick to your vision. That would be my advice. But, same. okay, what do we know? <laughs> so, let's move on to our mentor moment. Uh, the question
0: of the day is, Shelby, okay. how do you take care of your mental health? Okay, so before I answer that, I just want to read a definition that I got off of Google. Of okay, what look at you. I'm just scholar, stewardess. <laughs> <laughs> so, mental health, this is just one variation or definition of it, is a wide range of conditions that affect mood, thinking, and behavior. And that can be, you know, moderate to mild to very extensive. You know, first of all, I just want to say, I feel like a lot of people don't take mental health very seriously. And I feel like a lot of people um, underestimate the power of somebody's mental health. And I think that we got to do better. There's a stigma, especially in our community. I am not a professional. And I'm not a doctor. I just want to put that out there. Neither am I. But I just think that, first and foremost, we don't talk about it enough. And we don't encourage people enough about it. Um, Just because I know people that struggle with mental health. Mm -hmm. So, it's very real to me. And I don't get it. You know what I mean? I'm not going to sit up here and tell you this fairy tale story about me getting it and me understanding and me knowing how I feel. Because I don't know how it feels, But it breaks my heart sometimes or all the time when you have, when you sit there and you listen to someone that you love that's struggling with it and you don't get it and you understand, you know what I mean? Like, that's a lie. Mm-hmm. I think for me, with my mental and emotional health, mine is more like I get mentally exhausted and overwhelmed. Like, have I just been so tired? Like, your body's tired. Yeah. Your brain's tired. Yep. And you're just over it today me too (laughs) um for me one way that I've had to learn how to deal with I guess my version of mental health is I've had to learn how to rest and how to detox myself and my brain like for instance like I have um a play I have numerous playlists like I thought Kirk Franklin was gonna do it today but Cardi did it today in getting me together hey Um, (laughs) was so that's one thing that um allows me to um Take care of my mental health um if the weather is accurate or moderate just getting out and getting some fresh air that usually tends to help me a lot sometimes just venting helps me but one thing that really helps me if i can get home and take a shower it's something about that stain <laughs> that just really really gets me and i think me i take care of my mental health by being aware of how i'm feeling And understanding that if I'm feeling overwhelmed or I'm feeling mentally exhausted, that I need to find a way to detox and to let it out. Because the more that I hold that in, the anger that I feel.
1: Yeah. And same for me in a lot of ways that I feel like people um, have a stigma towards mental health and we always think of the extreme. Of mental health yeah but mental health is something that each and every one of us needs to be aware of mm-hmm. and that we need to just like exercising you need to um do something to train your your brain that you know it comes down to i know for me what i've started to do is what helps me kind of de-stress is to monitor the things that i watch on oh TV, yeah I do that too. what i listen to on the radio what I read on the blogs, like all of that contributes to what you see, what you hear, what contributes to what you think. And if you're always looking at negative things, Mm -hmm. people fighting on TV, people arguing on the radio, like all of that contributes to how your mood can be set up. It really does. People don't think that that happens, but it does. And so what I've been doing is, unplugging from a lot of that and then taking time out instead of I used to always just get up at the last minute and rush to work but I made it a goal for myself to not do that because when I do that I'm frustrated because Mm -hmm. I'm late Mm -hmm. I'm frustrated because I'm in traffic I'm frustrated like and then my whole day is thrown off and that puts me in a mood yeah so what I've started to do is to get up in the morning an hour before I need to start getting ready and oh. spend time with God. I need to do that. And that, I mean, even if it's just 15 minutes and I still yeah. got crust in my eyes, I'm still just laying there in the peace of God. And I'm really, whether it's me wanting to listen to my favorite praise song or um, listening to one of somebody that has a sermon going on in yeah. that morning. It really helps because I'll do that. Then I'll do a quick 10, 15 minute exercise. And that helps me too because when you have a stressful day or you have a stressful job or you got things to do, maybe some people don't have time to take an hour or whatever, but you do have time somewhere for yourself. Like even if it's fifteen minutes, yeah, do some jumping jacks, get that heart rate up, yeah. so that way you it gets the blood flowing in your brain. Like all of that is connected to each other. Now, by yeah. no means I ain't no doctor, but I'm I am saying what I've experienced. It does make a difference. Yeah, you're if, right. If you're cognizant of
0: um, just, just monitoring what you're putting in your brain. Yeah. And it's, I think, um, another thing that helps me kind of going off what you said is like how I start my day out. Yeah. Like, um, I usually either blast my gospel playlist or I'll listen to a podcast from like, um, Michael Todd or Joel Olsinger or something, or, I'll be like, Alexa, inspire me. Tell me like an inspiring quote. You know, different mm-hmm. things like that. And then I'm always aware of when my mood, I try to check my moods if I know that I'm starting to get a little, you know, antsy and different things like that. But I think that we really have to be cognizant of our mental health. And I feel like we have to find what works for us and not be ashamed yeah. of that and not be ashamed to seek help or to talk to yeah. someone about it if you need to go to
1: your church and talk to the counselor or just any other counselor if you need to talk to someone who doesn't have you know maybe a biased opinion like somebody in your family or friends yeah do that
0: like because people that don't deal with it to the extreme they don't get it no
1: that's for my i won't lie the stigma in our community is like Oh well, you don't need to go to no counselor. You go to Jesus. Like that's what a lot of people Jesus put counselors on the earth. Exactly, to help you. but that's how we think. And so there was one time where I, y'all, I went through something very, very traumatic, and I didn't realize how it really affected me as a person. Yeah. So my mom had suggested to me, yeah, that I go to a counselor, and I wasn't ready to receive that advice because I, because I just went ham. I was like y'all don't need to be going okay like i just went crazy on that and it's like why is it that we think that we have a problem is it because i have to finally admit that i went through something that i have to go talk to somebody about it like yeah. why do we feel like that's a bad thing yeah and it's really not like it could be helpful to talk to somebody that um doesn't know you mm-hmm. and you know that i just feel like if you have the resources to get the help go get the help
0: and use them yes i agree Mm -hmm. like we said we're not doctors it's just our opinion but yeah but we've been through some things so i'm just saying
1: okay so um with that we will leave you with some words of encouragement uh the bible verse today is isaiah 40 31 which is one of my favorite Sorry. Okay. It says, but they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount upon wings like eagles. They shall run and not weary. They shall walk and not faint. So, what this Bible verse means to me, it's actually so hard to actually. Yeah. When you feel like you're just so tired of the same thing and nothing's changing and it's the same way for so long.
0: Yeah.
1: It's hard to have the strength, but the strength is not from you. Yeah. That's why we tired, because we think that we're the ones with the strength. Yeah. The strength comes from God. I mean yeah. and I just feel like that's why we go through things. Yeah.
0: Is to rely on God for his strength. Yeah. What do you think? I just think that when you have when, I just think when you take time to wait on God, God's gonna give you everything that you need and He's gonna supply all your needs. Period. I think sometimes we get ahead of ourselves because we think that God is not listening to us or God doesn't love us or God don't know what he's doing. And we do stuff that don't work out for us. And we be mad because we feel like God didn't come through. It's not that God didn't come through you fast mm-hmm. and you need to calm down. Like you didn't wait on him. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we have to learn that there's a reaping season and there's a waiting season. Bruh. And we, everybody loves the reaping season. <laughs> of course. But everybody don't love the waiting season. Mm. But, like, people don't, you don't understand that your character is built in the reaping, you're in the waiting season. Yeah. Your team is built in the waiting season. Your skills are built in the, what, you are just essentially building, your life is built Yeah, in the waiting season. And I think for me and for us, we're just having to learn that, you know, God gave us the vision. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I feel like if God gave you the vision and he put things in your heart, like, we got to learn how to wait on him and what he wants us to do and in his timing. Because if we have the faith of a mustard seed to just wait on Jesus, he is going to do exceedingly above anything that we can ever imagine. Yes. And I think that we have to rest in knowledge in that and just be content in God. And that's hard for me. Me too. Because <laughs> I like to have things A, B, C, D. I like to have things a certain way. But me being like that is not helping me. Mm-hmm. It's making me worry about stuff that God doesn't want me to worry about. It's like, why pray and worry? Yep, You know what I mean? So I just feel like, at the end of the day, like I know it's hard, but just do your best to wait on God and when His favor comes through, listen. Them blessings, Gonna come raining down. Make it rain. Make it rain. Okay. Okay. No, I was about to pray. See, (laughs) I was gonna say make. I was gonna make a remix. Never
1: mind. Okay, so by your head, Shelby, and everyone that is listening, I'm going to say a prayer before we leave this episode. So. Dear God, we come to you in the name of Jesus and we just thank you for this day and we thank you for this opportunity to speak to anyone under the sound of our voices today that it has touched someone and that it has really made a change in their thinking and that if they're struggling with anything concerning mental health or if they're worried or if they have fear or if they have stress, I ask that you will just cover them with your peace. Your peace passes all understanding and we know that we are to not question what you are doing, but we know that you are in control and that you will give us the strength to continue. And we thank you for your grace. Thank you for covering us to get through the days that sometimes we don't even know how we get through them. But we, I pray for the, your favor to overwhelm everybody that is listening. And we thank you for this week. We ask that you will continue to keep your angels protecting over us. And we look forward to the great things that you have in store. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen.